0: the fat people with opinions bitch i'm isaiah
1: <laughs> i'm telling we
0: just went through Threw it, it. <laughs> with this sound bitch we're really podcasters really djing <laughs> AR and <laughs> r in the studio producing bitch because we were really trouble and cleffing come on trouble and cleffing okay bass reverb <laughs> bitch and we're here we're here with another episode and today we're going to discuss things that i don't know <laughs>
1: things that i don't know how has your week been
0: um it's been pretty good i mean if i'm being honest i had like low-key like a lazy gym week what do that mean i you? went to the gym but i really haven't accomplished everything that i want to accomplish like i've only done cardio once this week and it's already thursday thursday <laughs> So, I didn't go to the gym Monday, which always, I, whenever I skip about Monday, I always feel like I, I'm a failure. This week is a wash. Right. <laughs> Throw the whole week away. Like, I just need to start back over. But it's okay. And then I went Tuesday, and I just did legs. Like, I just lift. Lifted that day. And that was cool, because I usually like a day where I can just lift and not have to do cardio, because cardio is the fucking worst. That's one of the things I despise the most Same. about working out. I agree. But Wednesday, what did I do? I just I did the stair stepper, and then I did like three butt exercises, and that was it. And then I left. (laughs) Because I've been waking up late. Because this whole time thing, that really fucked me up. You know what I'm saying? I'm really struggling to get out of bed because it's cold. Yes, it is always cold. I have a remote start on my car. I'm appreciative of that. Come on, remote start. Well, we, we don't all come from luxury. You know, we don't all live luxurious. You know, the fame, the fame child, the fame. We don't all live, you know expensive upper echelon lives. Okay. So. <laughs> you see <yeah>. Riley. <laughs> it's not in the upper echelon. <laughs> so I have to go to my car to start it. Okay. And I would be cold. And I would be cold. In my car. But yeah, I just been struggling this week with the gym stuff. I mean, work hasn't been too bad because I really, we've been having like a lot of training and stuff this week. So I haven't had to like actually be doing work. I'm learning. But outside <laughs> of that, it's been an okay week.
1: Well, I feel like this episode is basically going to be about how I've been feeling this week. Come on. So instead of me giving you like a little catch up, ahead, like a little idea for like a, a little miniature game. Come on. So have you, are you familiar with the show Shark Tank? Do you know what they do on that show? What is Shark Tank? I don't know what that is. It's when people bring in inventions and then try to get oh, people to invest. Oh,
0: I know what you're them. talking about. I'm just talking about yeah, yeah. There's like the three white people, mm-hmm. and they <laughs> yes. well. There's just, there's a black man that's on there sometimes, and mm-hmm. they bring in the inventions, and then they say how much they'll invest in the company or whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> okay, so
1: what we're gonna do is you're gonna be the shark, and okay. I'm gonna bring you my invention, and then you're gonna tell me if you want to invest in it or not. Okay. You can also be like, I'm out <laughs> and not invest in my invention. Okay.
0: Okay. I'm into this. This is fun. Okay. Right. game.
1: Okay. Shout out to the Jenna and Julian podcast for giving me this idea. I was listening to it earlier today.
0: This is a really good idea.
1: Um. Okay. So this is going to be like a real pitch too. Like I'm really going to pitch you on this invention. Okay. I have,
0: I, w- I have one to do. I want you to be the shark at some point and me pitch you ideas as well. But go okay. Ahead, go, go, go. I have two.
1: Okay. I mean, if you have one now. We can go back and forth. Okay. But okay. So my first one. Okay. This is me walking into the pitch room. Mm-hmm. Poop. Did that offend you?
0: I don't know what's happening.
1: Poop. <laughs> me yelling it. God damn it. Did that offend you? No. But okay. why are you yelling? Well, let's say that it did. Okay. <laughs> Everybody lives in a house, right? Or some kind of a dwelling area. Everyone lives
0: in a house. Where is this going? Everyone
1: lives in a house. Just stay with me, okay? I'm trying to pitch you, Shark. You have a lot of teeth. And if you stop swimming, you'll die.
0: Um, And you punch them in the nose, and apparently that makes them stop wanting to eat you. I feel like that is a myth. I feel like that is not. I feel <laughs> like I remember watching the Discovery Channel and them niggas were saying that if a shark attacks you in the water, you have to punch them on the front of their face, in their nose, and that will like stop them from wanting to eat you.
1: Okay, I mean, I would probably do that if I were in the wild, anyway, just because you know safety. But I don't I would feel like do it would that work
0: if I was in the wild.
1: Because <laughs> where else am I going to encounter a shark? Not the ocean. <laughs> the, the wild. wild. <laughs>
0: Fucking dead. (laughs) The wild thorn berries. First of all, why are we in the ocean? Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) sorry.
1: You have, you live in a house. You have neighbors. Nobody likes their neighbors. Neighbors are garbage. They're all trash. Mm -hmm. Except for mine, he cuts my grass. I like him a lot.
0: Oh, okay. So,
1: you go out in your backyard. There's all these neighbors looking at you, not minding their own business. Here's what we do. We get you a fence. Right? On the fence, we print a bunch of offensive shit <laughs> so that no one wants to be near you and then you have all this space in your house to yourself and in your backyard
0: all this space in your house and in your backyard introducing
1: oh fence if i want to leave <laughs> So, um, how much are you gonna invest
0: in my business? Have you ever heard of that movie with Susan Sarandon and Natalie Portman called Anywhere But Here, bitch? <laughs> That's where I want to be. Anywhere But Here, bitch. I need $65,000 to get started. First of all, you can have 3% of the company. I don't even know what's happening. First of all, <laughs> this is a fence. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is a fence. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what if you like are part of a home owner association <laughs> like do you really think that these white people are going to let you post up?
1: <laughs> we uh we we don't cover liability. We just sell the fence and you got to deal with your HOA yourself.
0: Okay. Okay. So when your neighbors burn down the fence <laughs> because it's obscene. It is a fire retardant fence. What is it made out of? Fence material. (laughs) (laughs) That is fire. retarded, And it's not
1: just like graffitied because you know you could go out and write stuff on your own fence. Mm -hmm. We print them. Have you ever seen a printer? Yes. You know where you put the paper? Yes. Well we put fences in there.
0: (laughs) I want this to end. (laughs) Bitch. bitch. (laughs) I will give you two (laughs) dollars and a gift card to Chipotle not a gift card ooh Chipotle okay I give you, that's all I will give you because bitch I'm not investigating this fucking obscene ass fan <laughs> so you're out mm-hmm. okay go.
1: Okay. well here's my other one mm-hmm. do you have friends sometimes are they
0: annoying all the time <laughs> Especially you ever had
1: that friend who is constantly asking you for your phone charger because they can't fucking plan for a full day where their phone has battery?
0: I feel like you're talking about (laughs) me and I'm getting upset. (laughs) Like, I feel personally attacked right now.
1: Introducing the uncharger, which is a charger that you hand your friend who can't plan for the goddamn day that uncharges their phone. It just takes the battery out of their phone. So that they learn their lesson and charge their own goddamn phone and stop asking you for their charger.
0: So you want there to be fights because I feel like that's what you're saying today. You're going to uncharge my phone? Like what kind of sabotage?
1: You should be able to plan for a day where your phone has its own charge, you know? Stop asking me for my phone charger. Are you this really- isn't personal. I mean, but you do let your phone die pretty often. I mean, I, because
0: I really am not attached to my phone. I just throw <laughs> my phone across the room and don't really give a fuck. <laughs> but, like... If I'm asking you for your charger, it's because I need a charger. What if in in your effort to teach me a lesson, that's the time that my phone dies and I really need it because my car has a flat tire or this man is trying to kill me. Not this man is trying to kill me. you know, bitch, I just ordered some food and then my phone died and they're trying to get in contact with me so I can pick up my food. This is really a problem. It's very mean spirited. Do you understand? Especially when it comes to food. So what I'm saying is, (laughs) don't uncharge my phone. (laughs) So you're not going to invest in it? No, because event? this is not worth it. No, no. I'm sorry. And I feel like the crime rates will skyrocket. Honestly, I feel like it's going to be an epidemic of just niggas <laughs> fucking niggas up because like, how dare you? Phone. In the words of Tyra Bray, how <laughs> dare you uncharge my phone?
1: No. It's going to be no for me. I'm sorry. We can get into the skinny for this week, which is all about, I feel like, how would we how would we like categorize what we're going to talk about today? Is it like mental health or is it like... Anxiety. Does anxiety have like, to do with mental
0: health. I would say like a less, a mental health check in. Okay. A mental health check in. It's it's going to be a little bit more of like a serious episode because we're going to talk. We're just going to be honest and transparent about how we're feeling in this particular time. Being as though it's like closer to the holidays mm-hmm. and things are coming up, so we're just kind of checking in to see how we feel, how things are going, that kind of thing.
1: So for me. This week has been crazy.
0: Mm.
1: Tuesday. No. Okay. Let's start Monday. Monday after dinner, I was just feeling crazy. Like, mm. I thought I had been drugged. Like, it was that crazy. And, like, my cousin is the one who brings the food, mm-hmm. you know? So I'm like, there's no way she would have drugged me, you know? She would mm. not have laced this with anything. Mm. So, like, what's going on with me? Like, I felt like I had been roofied, you know? Like, I mean, I've never been roofied before, but I imagine it felt like that. Oh, my God. What
0: was the feeling?
1: Like, you felt... Just disoriented. I I just felt like I was going to die. Like, I felt like something was not right, and, like, this is the moment where I stopped living. It was like a... The world is ending. I am going to die. Oh, my God. I was sure I was going to die. So, I was like, I'm just going to go to bed. I wake up, like, three hours later. So, now it's like like Mm 1am. And I have this piercing headache that like feels like needles are trying to come out of my eyeballs. Oh my god. And it's so bad that I get up and have to throw up because the pain is just so much. And I'm like, somebody has drugged me. Like I, somebody is trying to kill me. Oh my god. Turns out it it probably was just an anxiety attack. Apparently anxiety attacks feel like you're gonna die. I've never had like a full on anxiety attack like that before, but Mm -hmm. it was like real bad. And the headache was like I'm pretty sure it was a migraine. I've never had a migraine before either, but it was it was so bad.
0: Like, and it's crazy because the fact that you were sleeping, like I feel like anytime time you're asleep, I, I, I feel like sleeping cures all ailments <laughs> in my mind. Like you could be going through stage six cancer, bitches. If you go to sleep, you, you should could, be okay. Not
1: stage six
0: <laughs> stage, cancer. Stage six cancer. If you go to sleep, you should at least be fine. But the fact that this ailment, you know... It woke me up out of my sleep. woke you out of your sleep. And then That's I crazy. couldn't go back to sleep. Like, I
1: was in... I had to sit in the pitch black darkness. I wrapped, like, a t-shirt around my head so that no light could get in. It was bad. Oh, my God. For a while, I sat in the bathroom, like, in the bathtub mm-hmm. with a towel wrapped around my head because it was, like, the quietest place and it was cool in there. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to wake up my partner because I, like, he was asleep. So I didn't want to be, like, Something's wrong with me. Wake up, you know? Because, like, yeah. what are we going to do about Heart, that?
0: And it could have passed or whatever.
1: Right. But it didn't. <laughs> I ended up calling out of work Tuesday. And then I was talking to my partner about it. And he's like, you know, this happens. I mean, not this seriously. Like, this seriously has never happened any Like, this serious of an incident has never happened before. But he's like, you know this happens every year around this time. You get really anxious around the holidays because of the time you have to spend with your family. Mm-hmm. And I realized that that's true. Like, I... I don't want it to sound like I don't love my family because that's not what it is. It's just being around them stresses me out a lot because I feel like I don't measure up to what they expect me to be. Mm-hmm. And then I feel all of this pressure to be somebody that I'm not or to like give off this illusion that I like have my shit together and I have this plan, this plan and this path in life that I don't have because... I feel like they expect me to be that person, and they are all so
0: well put together. Mm-hmm. So, like, you, you, after your partner said that, after he said that, was a situation where you could like recollect you having a similar, yeah, not to the severity, but like <coughs> having a similar feeling emotion.
1: Yeah, it's never been this, this bad, but it's always like, yeah, especially Thanksgiving because my grandmother hosts Thanksgiving at her house, so it's not something that I can skip. Hmm.
0: You've never missed a Thanksgiving. No. Mm. Usually
1: I'm like there early so that I can help cook and I'm there late so that I can clean up. Like it's a a thing. Mm -hmm. I am a part of that. I can't skip that because then it wouldn't run smoothly, you know? Mm, Yeah. But it's always like a... The week before Thanksgiving, I'm like, I don't want to do anything. I don't want to get out of bed. I just want to lay here. I want to eat a whole bunch of stuff and, like, not think about anything. I want to drink a lot. Mm. It's always that. It's been that since, like, I want to say since, like, college. I don't feel like any of my family knows this. So if y'all are listening, I'm sorry. It's not because I don't love you. It's really just because, like, I'm stressed.
0: And I also feel like, I mean, I don't want to, like, discount the reality of like discount the history your family's history or discount like the the interactions that you have with them that cause you to feel this way. But I feel like those things could be happening and be true and be real. But also at the same time, because we're talking about anxiety, there could be a certain level of like amplification of those things oh, in yeah, your head. Oh like yeah, for, for sure. You're like. I don't want to make it sound like you're, like, concocting this whole narrative in your head about how this whole interaction with them is going to unfold, but I feel like there is a certain level of overthinking, because I know you me are very similar in that. We <laughs> overthink, we overanalyze. We also, like, sometimes can create whole <laughs> whole <laughs> narratives and all uh, mm-hmm. reject whole emotions onto other people that may not necessarily be, you know, real or true or honest. So I feel like That could be part of it. I don't think that's all of it, but it definitely could be part of it. No, it
1: definitely is. Projection will really have you out here looking crazy. Looking crazy. And I do feel like I project a lot of stuff, like a lot of insecurities onto family gatherings, Mm. mostly because I personally feel like so many of them have their shit together and are like, like they're lawyers or they're doctors or mm-hmm. they have these large houses that they have no problem paying for. They, mm-hmm. It's not like a. I had to decide whether I was going to pay my car note or my car insurance this month, you know? Mm-hmm. That's not real because my car's paid off, but I live that way, you know? Right. I don't feel like any of them live that way and they expect me to also not live that way
0: mm-hmm. and I have
1: not reached that yet.
0: And there's a certain level of like, it's not a situation where... Cause, And that it brings me back to my point of like, those things you can feel and believe in your mind, but then also there has to be some sort of evidence. There has to be some yeah. sort of like um, manifestation of those things through your interactions with them. So is it like something where they're saying to you, like, oh, when are you going to yeah, do it they
1: definitely ask me questions like that. Like, when, how's school going? When are you going to graduate? When are you going to do this? When are you going to do that? Mm. Um. I don't feel like they're asking in a malicious way. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't feel like they're intending to ask in a malicious way. Mm-hmm. I feel like it hits me maliciously because I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have no idea how to answer these questions. And I feel like not giving you the answer you want is letting you down. Right. I feel that way about a lot of
0: things, but especially with my family. Do you feel like it's a situation where you could ever be honest with them about you not knowing? Like,
1: I feel like it would be a lot easier for me to just be like, I'm just out here doing what makes me happy in in each specific moment Mm -hmm. if they hadn't financed so much of my life previously. Mm -hmm. Which sounds crazy because like, you have a kid, you are supposed to take care of that kid. But I feel like there are levels and limits to that as well. Mm -hmm. Like if I have trouble paying my car note this month, my mom or my grandmom got me, for sure. Mm -hmm. But I can't then turn around and say to them, I'm quitting my job because I want to go travel. Mm -hmm. And then next month be like, oh, I can't pay my car insurance. I'm in Las Vegas. Can you send me some money? Like, that sounds crazy to me.
0: Yeah. And I mean, it's there's so many levels to this because I also feel like as black people it's crazy because I was in a podcast that kind of Overlaps earlier today about this, but as black people, we have really internalized this whole message of hard work. Like, in, specifically with a, a capitalist setting, we feel like it's almost disrespectful to be lazy or disrespectful yeah. to participate in any kind of self care activity that doesn't involve labor, like right. actual in like kind of capitalist notions of productivity and labor. If we don't, if we aren't participating in those things, then we're not doing work and that's offensive to people because then they think that you're lazy, especially if it's a situation like you said, where they have contributed financially to your development Mm -hmm. and your growth and where you are right now. It's like, I can understand how that can be cause anxiety if you're experiencing feelings where you're like, I don't want to work in this industry. I don't foresee myself in this industry for long. Or, I do want to work in it right now, but I don't know how long it's going to be yeah. that I want to work in this field. Like, the fact that you don't have answers to these questions when they feel like you should, I think definitely could cause stress, anxiety, and that can manifest physically and stuff. Well
1: Yeah, the manifesting physically part is the part that blows my mind. That's crazy. It's feeling anxious. anxious is like, I feel like I've felt anxious my whole life. I'm a very anxious person. Mm-hmm. But there's a difference between like, bouncing my leg constantly mm-hmm. and I can't have, I can't open my eyes because my head hurts so bad. Yeah, that's I'm bad. throwing up because my head hurts so bad. That was crazy. Mm-hmm.
0: And I also feel like, like people, the whole conversation around mental health and anxiety is a really like a nuanced conversation. Cause I feel like I want people to, I'm really trying to think about the words I use. I want I'm glad that we're having an open conversation about mental health and like public discourse and we're really prioritizing people taking care of themselves seeking out therapy, seeking out counseling going to the gym like really doing mental check-ins and thinking critically about how they feel emotionally mentally socially that kind of thing but I also feel like we can't we shouldn't like get into the habit of like diagnosing ourselves with things yeah because I feel like, I'm not saying that you, this is, applies to you. I'm just saying in general. No, I
1: was thinking the same thing. Like, I've never actually been diagnosed by a doctor with, like, an anxiety disorder. Right. I'm just telling you how I feel on the inside. Right. No, and
0: I I wasn't saying that as a response to you. I'm saying that because I feel like... What I was going to say is, I don't think I've ever experienced anything close to what you describe. I feel like I'm a worrier. <laughs> like, I am a, a, I am a worrier. I'm a very antsy person. I'm a very, like, over-analyzing, overthinking person. But... There have been manifestations physically in terms of I when I was in grad school and going through that whole process. One of the things I developed, I even it was like so like on a subconscious level, I didn't even realize I was doing it. Is I pace like whenever I was writing a paper or I was thinking about things I had to do when I was in my apartment by myself or even just like in public, I would walk around like walk back and forth. And it's like I remember researching this and thinking like, is this like a sign of like some sort of mental health? <laughs> Disorder, but then I also saw that it was. It's kind of like in the literature that I was reading. It's kind of like there. There's no consensus. There are some scholars. or some voices that say that that is a sign of some sort of mental health episode, disorder, whatever words you want to use. And then the other people that say that that is a sign of you processing information because it's like you have to think it through, and that's manifesting through in your body. Yeah. So. I say all that to say that although I've never experienced or been clinically diagnosed with any kind of like mental health disorder, I feel like one of the things that this whole conversation about mental health publicly that I value is that at least it has us all thinking critically and seeing how our mental impacts our physical and how that like impacts our day to day and how we move. Yeah. And it's wild because you shouldn't. You should be having these feelings, like, like you. Right, should especially be, around the holidays, which right. is supposed to be like
1: a happy time where you just like get together with people and community. That's not a verb, but like you know, like yes, you have
0: community. community. <laughs> <laughs> bitch. i'm done. but like you know have community this is your family what is it you know the holiday is supposed to be the only not the only time but one of the few times throughout the year where it's like we can get together break bread yeah enjoy good food look at each other in the face and
1: it's just like laugh and have a good time right and i feel like when I was a child that's what it was i didn't have any like when I was in I would say all the way up to like, mid-high school, like, mm. before you have to actually start thinking about what you're doing with your life. I was fine. It was like a, okay, all my family's gonna be here. Hi, how are you doing? How's school? It's great. I have all B's. Mm. Whatever. Then it turned into, how's college? Like, what classes are you taking? When do you think you're gonna graduate? Mm. Are you, do you feel like you're on track? And it just, like, spirals from that. Like, you, there's never a finish line, you know? There's never an end point. It keeps moving. It's never a you're doing great. All right, cool. It's a Okay, now what are you doing next? And I feel like I don't I don't know. Mhm. I'm I'm doing what I'm doing right now. That's it. That's all I got.
0: I have a lot to say about this because this is also starting to bring up a feelings for me. This in this I mean, I don't want you all really think I'm out here like some sort of anti-capitalist <laughs> what I, I mean, I love PM. <laughs> This is really fucking wild because I think capitalism has really, in in terms of how we internalize it, has really affected our psyches in ways that we really need to start to unpack. Because I feel like we have been convinced to think of things in terms of, like, labor and outcome as opposed to, like, actually checking in with people on how they're feeling. Like, we think of, we think, like, we think in terms of like productivity and like your career and like any kind of like business endeavors, those are indications of like how you're doing Yeah. mentally, physically, emotionally. So the fact that you have a new job, Oh, you must be doing well. The fact that you just got this other degree, Oh, you must be doing well. The fact that you got, you know, you recently got married and had a child, you must be doing well, as opposed to how are you doing? Bitch? <laughs> like, how are you doing? Are you okay? What's going on? Like, how are you feeling? Have you, you know, are you praying? If the, are you if you are, a, you know, a religious person, are you pay, praying? What's your spiritual life looking like? Psychologically, how are you doing? Do you have any issues that you feel like you need to work out in therapy? Like, I mean, don't phrase it like that. But you know <laughs> what I'm saying? We don't talk on that kind of level. We only yeah. think in terms of... because Have you, you think, hit a milestone? A milestone. We only think in terms of outcomes. And it's... The holidays is the only context that I can think that this happens in, specifically for you. But in my case... Whenever I, like, have an interaction with people, like, who I was, like, cool with in college, who, you know, if it's, like, a homecoming event, or if it's, like, a get-together where we're just, like, like, um, I have friends from Res Life when I used to be an RA in college, we'll get together, and they'll, like, ask questions, like, how are you doing, how are things going, and it's, like, it doesn't necessarily give me anxiety, but I feel like I don't like it when they ask me those kinds of questions sometimes. Because in this is my projection, my insecurity. Because I don't like where I am. I feel like I see so mm. much looking similar to you. I see myself in a completely different place than where I am now, mm-hmm. and I want so much more for myself. So the fact that you're asking me about it is reminding me of me not being right. there, right. and that can cause like different feelings and emotions. I mean, not, it's not. I'm not saying that because I don't want them to ask me the questions. It's just. That's how I feel when they ask me. And it's kind of similar to what you're describing.
1: Yeah, because you... Like, I feel... I'm seeing in my mind all of the things that I want to do, Mm. but I can't... Especially not in my family. I can't say that to them because they would look at me crazy. Mm. Like, if I was like, I want to move to California, Mm. make YouTube videos, and that's it. (laughs) They would be like, girl, what? Mm -hmm. Like, how are you going to feed yourself off of that? That doesn't make any sense. All of this is stupid. You need a different plan. You need to do something that's going to make you money. And I'm just like, I mean, money is great. Mm -hmm. But also so is happiness. And I feel like happiness is greater than money. I mean, you still got to eat. I get that. But if I am making a million dollars, but I hate my life, like, what are we we doing? Mm
0: -hmm. And I also feel like we really, again, (laughs) going back to my capitalism, anti-capitalist, you know, rant, we really need to start to unlearn and think about ourselves outside of work. Like, think about ourselves outside of career and, like, professional aspirations and start to think about ourselves, like, not only do I want to have a fulfilling career and a and a passion for something that I can really invest my time and energy and resources into, but also, I want to be a good person. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to give back to my community. I want to actually give to causes and have, like, different um like philanthropic endeavors that I want to participate in. Like there's there's I want to learn a new skill. Like I want to learn how to sell. I want to learn how to do makeup. Like I have all these creative endeavors that I want to participate in. Like there's so many other contexts of your life that I feel like we don't even ask questions about when we're talking about checking in with people. And it's a to me it's harmful because I feel like If we only are saying that you're only doing well if you have a job, then it's like, or if you have a a job that is considered, like, prestigious or is associated with a a higher paycheck, like, then that's an indication that you're doing well, then you're missing a huge part of who I am. Like, all the other stuff that I possibly could be doing that may not necessarily you know, result in monetary benefit, but still, to me, are fulfilling. they're I'm happy. I'm cool with them. They're mm-hmm. you know, feeding me intellectually, emotionally, fine you know, not Mentally. financially. but it's like, it's. <laughs> I'm getting mad because I feel like we really have to unlearn that shit and that's one of the things I learned I'm, I'm, I'm going to let you talk but that's one of the things I learned when I was like learning in French class this is this is about took away when I was in college in French class child we had to take French class oh my god and it was four <laughs> days a week when you learn a language in college they had you taking that class four days a week bitch so I was like oh no this is the problem but one of the things they taught, taught us is about like culture the culture of people in Europe and one of the things that they say is they don't focus so much so on like what you do as an indication of like your character they focus on like who you are as a person which is how it should, should be. be to me that is the most logical <laughs> connection I post. especially
1: to. in a capitalistic world where like you have to do certain things to survive right it shouldn't be about what I'm doing it should be about who
0: I am why I'm doing it maybe right. Like, the fact that I'm literally feeling, I feel shame because of the place that I work. And it's not a shame because it my job isn't, like, a bad job. I mean, to somebody else, it could be the perfect job for them that's what they want to do. Right. But to me, I feel shame in telling people what I do for a living because it doesn't align with what I see my future to be. So I feel like it's a waste of time. Like I feel like I'm wasting my energy and my my effort and my skills by doing this because, as a like we, we discussed, like responsibilities call for me having to do this in order to sustain myself right. financially in order to 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 live to live. Like nigga, in order <laughs> to live, I have to do this shit. So the fact that I feel shame because of that, and and that could impact me and in different ways where I, like, participate in, you know, different coping mechanisms. But, like, we shouldn't be feeling that. Like, there shouldn't be so much mental impact associated with your job, like, with your
1: career. Or with how much money you make, period. Like, if I... Like, I was a preschool teacher, right? And I Mm -hmm. was making nothing because they paid teachers nothing and preschool teachers even less. Right. But that was fulfilling work to me. Like, I enjoy helping children grow. Mm. That is fulfilling work to me. And I'm not saying that anybody was like, you need to make more money. But I, I, there was a lot of pressure from my family to go back to school so that I could mm. do something that would make more money.
0: Right.
1: Timelines really fuck
0: us up. <laughs>
1: like, no I know you're not supposed to compare compare your journey to someone else's journey I get that in
0: social comparison even if it's someone who's in your family me and my, my friend shout out to my friend DJ she, me and her used to say this all the time we were in grad school in the same program together We, I used to say to her she used to say to me all the time, "Social comparison will really fuck you up because it will really have you." And it's crazy because it's the most human thing that we do. Because I mean, and this is what's fucking wild to me is that people will really be out here saying, "Oh, I don't pay attention what these other hoes are doing." You all hear these rappers and <laughs> niggas in hip hop talking about, "Oh, I don't pay attention what the other niggas are doing. These I'm only focused on me." I'm like, "Nigga, you're lying. It's a lie." Because it's the most human thing to say, "Oh, this person has that. I want that." How do I get there? Like, that's Mm -hmm. the most human thing that you possibly can do. So, saying that, I still feel like we have to make a a concentrated effort to, like, combat that with the opposite feeling or the opposite thought, which is, even though this person has that, there are so many other things that could have contributed to why they got there that I don't know or I'm not privy to that... Are putting them in that position for that reason you know what I'm saying for yeah. those reasons and I, the reason I'm saying it is because I don't I feel like that could be at the center of your pressure your anxiety is that you feel like you are you're expecting a certain outcome from yourself based off of what other people are telling you you should be doing <laughs> like <based laughs> on, or, or where you should be because they have been in that a similar position or what you would consider a better position at that time. In their lives. I'm like, that's hard. That's horrible. Yeah. Like, you can't. Where all the stress comes from.
1: And I... My partner gives me ways to, like, combat that all the time. It's like a... Do we care what they think? Why do we care what they think? about Talking about my family, right? And I don't know the answer to that question. I don't know why I care so much. I feel like I don't want to disappoint them because they have supported me thus far. But. I also don't feel like they would stop supporting me. It's just a disappointment that is hard to deal with, you know? Mm. Um, okay. I have a little another little game that we can play to try and like break up the seriousness of this conversation. Mm-hmm. So I have a little jar full of these folded pieces of paper. Okay. On the folded pieces of paper are instructions. Mm-hmm. And you have to follow set instructions you've got like 10 seconds to do so it doesn't require getting up or anything
0: I don't want to play this but give it to me I just pick one yep and then read it to me
1: and I do
0: the instruction and name five religions
1: okay um catholicism christianity judaism buddhism Atheism? Is that a
0: religion? <laughs> I mean, I guess you low key could argue that. Okay.
1: Okay. That one was easy.
0: Is Catholicism and Christianity the same thing? No. You They're can not. be
1: Christian and not be Catholic. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. I just wanted to, I was just asking the question. The people wanted to know. The people wanted to know. The people wanted to know.
1: Name five types of cheese. Go. 10 seconds.
0: Gouda, Monster, Pepper Jack. Cheddar American. Come on,
1: you better know your cheese. Bitch, it. come on. <laughs> okay. As a, you know I know some cheese, bitch.
0: Okay. I assume that position. Okay. I did not. I play. assume that position. Oh, this is yours. <laughs> I, got, I got so scared. I'm like, I don't know if I can do this. What is it? <laughs> Name three Hollywood directors. Oh,
1: okay. Um Steven Spielberg. Ava DuVernay.
0: Yes. Peter Jackson. I'll give you that. Who's that? For Lord of the Rings. He's the guy who directed Okay. Right?
1: I was going to say Michael Bay. I think he did the
0: Transformers. Okay. You got you had it. I'm sorry. I just wanted to say this. <laughs> I was going to let you fail. Spike Lee is also a director, right? Come on. Is he direct? Is he Hollywood? He's black. Come I on, mean, black. Ava DuVernay, black too. I feel like Hollywood is like a nondescript term. It means anything fame, celebrity, related. Okay, you're right. You're right. You're right. Oh, it's your turn. Yeah. Okay. Ooh.
1: Name three famous
0: Jennifers. Jennifer Hudson, Jennifer Aniston, Jennifer Lopez. Oh, come on. You better know all three of them. Okay. Three things that you can do without your hands. Oh, okay. Um, suck dick.
1: <laughs> eat ass. I guess you might need your hands to eat ass. I would... You know, spread them, like you really have to. <laughs> I, if, if they spread, spread them em, though, I don't need my hands, you just hold them open.
0: Okay, so I'm confused. <laughs> when we, okay, these are things that you would not, okay,
1: I don't are, need my hands
0: for. to do. Okay, clarification. I tea. took it. <laughs> okay, so then, okay, so for ass eating. You don't need your hands,
1: right? Because if the other person is bent over pulling their own cheeks apart, or laying down on their back pulling their own <laughs> this cheeks apart, is going, be, I was going there, I'm like,
0: can just stick their tongue in your ass. But
1: it really depends on how big the ass is. Because if you gotta like move your face in between the cheeks, you might need it to be held open. You
0: know, I would prefer you move your face <laughs> between the cheeks than hold it open. I'm just gonna say okay. that for the record, okay, for all the ass. How many was I there? supposed
1: to do? Two or three? Three. Oh. Suck dick, eat ass. And this
0: is not it didn't have to be sexual, but you're trying to clear that you're nasty. You're
1: trifling.
0: Okay. Um <laughs> speak. I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm leaving. This is my torture This is a cute little game. Oh my god, I wish you know what episode of this. Name three things you can swallow. Ice. <laughs> Ice water. <laughs> Apples.
1: Like, <laughs> like, apples. Apples? <laughs> I thought like you were so innocent. Because my first thought was dick. <laughs> dick.
0: Dick Remember secretions. Ew. <laughs> secretions. We love a secretion. Do we? Name five Beyonce songs. Oh, wait. It, hold on. Wait. Wait, I, wait. Is this mine? You can do it. Go ahead. <laughs> wait. This is mine. Go ahead. Name five Beyonce songs. Um, Sorry. Schooling life, all night, countdown, give me bodies. I feel like that was way too easy. It it was very easy. All right, so I'm going to do this one, and then those two
1: are yours. Okay. For you to ask me. Name three food places in the food
0: court of the mall. Chick-fil-A, Subway, Salad Works okay okay bitch that was the uh, I, was stressed. <laughs> I was stressed we were getting down to the wire there that's these are good we should have did the, we should both answer the questions oh yeah we should have did that it's we can okay. do another episode a full episode of it yes i love this okay <laughs> all right these two read these two to me okay <gasps> uh, okay bitch name all nine of santa's reindeer jesus
1: okay Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Vixen, Tequila, Whiskey, Vodka, Blitzen. <laughs> I, want,
0: I, want you, I want you out. I want your things. Apparently, this is um a debate. I, I the, One of the things that I found on my Google search, according to Reddit, there's 10, but I don't think anyone knows the 10th. Olive, Rudolph? Oh. <laughs> I'm going to read them to you. It's Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, and Vixen. So yes, maybe that was from a song. Comet, Cupid, Donner, and Blitzen.
1: I said Blitzen. What did I say? Vodka, Blitzen. tequila,
0: <laughs> Oh, so not, you did five, and you didn't say Rudolph.
1: <laughs> Is Rudolph one of them, though? No. Does he count? Rudolph does count. Okay. Who's Olive?
0: That's one of the reindeers. Wasn't <laughs> <laughs> Olive Popeye's girlfriend? Yes. <laughs> Her little skinny ass. Her name's olive. olive Oil. This Olive what? oil. Olive oil. <laughs> she was so thin. She her and Houston's from fucking um Courage of Calvary Dog. I yes. feel like we're descendants. Because
1: his his little elbow used okay. to freak me
0: out. It just sticks out of his whole arm. And his that hat was entirely <laughs> too big, bitch. Okay, I know you could have sized down a couple of sizes. Name four things you can eat without teeth. A dick. <laughs> <'Cause>, <laughs> That's literally been your response to everything. Because, like, it, it works. It applies. How did we get here? Nobody's supposed, supposed to, to be, be here, here. In the words of Deborah Cox.
1: Um, okay, four dick, lollipops.
0: So, things that require sucking. Mm-hmm. Ass, and dick. Soup. Soup. You don't need teeth for soup. Ice cream. Yogurt. Ice cream. <clears throat> Jello. What did I say? Water, like these are things that you can't you eat. Water. These are things that you can partake in without tea.
1: That was the last. Obviously, time. my brain is on sex. Ooh, we need have a Mm-mm. sex
0: episode.
1: We do. We need to have a sex
0: episode. So, do we want to wrap the mental health conversation with that? Is there any thing that we think the listeners should take away, or
1: just when you're asking your friends how they are, ask them how they are, not Ooh. what milestones they've hit lately. Same with your family. Ask people how they are feeling on the inside, not what they have accomplished on the
0: outside. Yeah, that's a word. And also, I feel like because I don't get this way around the holidays, but because I feel like maybe this is your only experience, maybe there are people who experience this, just make sure that you're checking in with yourself during this time if this is a tough time for you. And um, let us know. I mean, I don't know. Waking
1: up with a migraine is not fun. Oh, so, girl. Address the things before it gets that bad.
0: It sounds dreadful. But like, you know, we're not licensed mental health professionals by any means, mm-hmm. bitch. But you can write in and talk to us about your experiences if you would like. Um, I don't know what I would contribute outside of, you know... Damn, sis. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, that is crazy. That be me all the time. I will give you one of those. But, you know, I want to hear it because I'm nosy. Because <laughs> I'm nosy. But, you know, take care of yourself, whatever that means. Amen. All right. Do you have a
1: weekly consumption?
0: I do. Okay. So I have been watching and I'm obsessed with Saucy Santana. Do you know who Saucy Santana is? hmm. They're like, I mean, apparently they're like becoming an official, like, musical phenomenon, rap personality, social media personality. But apparently, they he was huge friends with what's her name, Carisha from City Girls and they had these lives on Instagram where essentially they're just sitting there talking shit to each other and somebody had put this on YouTube for people to watch and I was watching some of these clips on YouTube these niggas be having me dying Taylor when I tell you they be having me dying they have me, They have all these things that I feel like I just need to incorporate in my life like he'd be like Carisha please like Carisha like, please and then they'd be just talking shit to each other. They'd be like, well, your ass stink, bitch. Like, really oh my <laughs> <gosh>. <laughs> Talking to each other, greasy. And it'd be the funniest fucking thing. And I'm like, I see myself <laughs> in some of this. I don't see myself in some of this. And the, I just think he's a sickening ass person. First of all, this nigga be having nails that are like... I don't know where like how you're scratching your butt, like how you're not wiping your, your ass. <laughs> like I don't understand. These nails are long, bitch. They're very ornate nails. And then he say having like a Chanel bag. Come on. And out here looking cute, but then be giving me ratchet to the, the 87th degree. And I'm not even mad because I love the juxtaposition. But cause bitch you have Chanel, but you're also A hood rat, a a bird, which I am not mad at, but their lives are really, really funny. (laughs) That's what I've been obsessed with. I've been like watching all of them and that Carisha please, Carisha please, it really takes me down. Okay. (laughs) Um, I bit the bullet
1: and downloaded TikTok Mm. against my better judgment. And most of TikTok is fucking ridiculous. (laughs) But if you dig deep enough, you find what I want to call black TikTok.
0: I was about to say, because this is very white. I'm hearing a lot of whiteness on the podcast.
1: Black TikTok is hilarious and also very talented. Makeup artists on TikTok really be out here, okay? And TikTok, I think you can, like, max is like a minute. So, but there'll be, like, people who are like lip syncing to a song while putting eyeshadow on. And then there's like a transition where they cover up the camera, open it, the eyeshadow is done. And they sing in the next line in the song. My mind is blown. Oh my God. There's this one creator. Her a handle is Donny Darkowitz. She's a black oh woman man. who does makeup and she does like cut creases, but like multiple cuts in each eye. So it's like, I don't even know how to explain it. I'll link her Instagram in the show notes that you guys can go look. It is bananas. Oh, my God. And she does this stuff on TikTok, and it's just like, I could sit there and watch her videos for hours on end, because they're just amazing.
0: Can we talk about how, like, I maybe mean, we can have a whole episode of, like, makeup trends, because I have a lot to say, <laughs> but how, like, a cut crease, I feel like, was such a, like, only makeup artist could do this thing. Now it seems like everyone can do a cut crease. Like, if you're not, if you can't do a cut crease, bitch, then you're, what are you doing, really? And
1: a cut crease is like basic. Like, we're talking like double cut creases now, cut, cut, cut eyebrows. Come
0: like, on, cut, <laughs> cut eyebrows, bitch. She did a, a Wizard of Oz series. This is her Dorothy. Oh my God. I need to know how small these brushes are. Because, <laughs> bitch, you're really giving detail. This plaid eye. Mm hmm. This is wild. She's good. She's really, really good. I'm gonna have to follow her on Instagram. You know, I follow the makeup girls and the <laughs> the makeup girls. And the natural hair girls, even though I have I don't wear makeup. I do have natural hair mm-hmm. on your face as well. hmm hmm What you try to
1: say? That you have natural hair on your face.
0: I have natural hair on my head as well. hmm hmm Can you put four plaits in my
1: hair? <laughs> <laughs> Please. Do you have four strands of hair that I can cut? <laughs> hey,
0: bitch, yes, I do. Just not today because I just shaved them today. And I like how, I mean, this is like a natural beat, obviously. But I like how, like, the skin is always very, like, simple. Like, she's not like, giving me a whole bunch of blush. She's not like, giving me a whole bunch of contour. She's just giving yeah. me an eye the look. statement is the eye. Right.
1: All right. Before we sign off, I have another Shark Tank invention. You ready? Mm-hmm. All
0: right. I'm not ready. I don't to agree to this. I
1: don't want to do it. You ever had a mouse pad? Mouse pads for like computers. They're always just black. You know, they're all black. They're just, just they're, they're just, always just black mouse pads black. are black. They're only ever
0: black. She's really lying to us.
1: So to I designed a mouse pad that is plaid. Introducing mouse plaid.
0: I understand that you really just wanted to say mouse play, (laughs) but what you can do is tell lies, okay? I will not stand in the (laughs) face of a lie and not
1: tell the truth, okay? I cannot tell a
0: lie in the words of George Washington. Fuck that nigga. But...
1: Which part was a lie?
0: Mouse pads aren't all black. They're all black. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to this episode. I don't know what it was. (laughs) But I hope you enjoy it. Please like, comment, share, and subscribe. And And let me
1: know if you want to invest in any of my inventions, because I think they were all pretty great. Please don't. Mouse plaid. plaid. Like, come on. Mouse pad. Goodbye.
0: (laughs) Goodbye. (laughs) Bye. I want you guys.